Welcome once again to the 920 Show. The uh, best royalty-free music I could find brings us in once again. We are back for week three of the 920 Show. We hope you enjoyed last week's show with uh, Brad sitting in as guest host for Mr. Cameron, who is back today. Welcome back. I'm back, everyone. I missed you all. I missed you. I I missed you, too, too. I guess. I don't know. Brad said he was going to (laughs) replace you. Well, okay. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No. Please, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, i mean no it was good it was good it was you know it was good that he had the uh, chance to come on as a guest first and then um and then sit in as host later did you guys enjoy the conversation with logan last week i did i have this problem whenever i talk to or listen to or hear about restaurants i'm just always hungry yeah well i know and you just got your jimmy john's order and i was smart enough to eat before this episode i had yummy yummy chicken for lunch today where'd you go mcdonald's or oh. uh, not mcdonald's freaking uh did you just lie on this podcast the mall <laughs> the mall they have that chicken place in it you like, went to bay park square for your for chicken yeah i did and it's iconic it's good it's good it's good did you go shopping too no i didn't no not enough time had to be back to record the podcast and print off some things but yeah, yeah. thank you for your dedication and, yeah and thank you you're thank welcome. you for your service thank you you're welcome. <laughs> it was memorial day <laughs> yikes i don't think yeah, you're I supposed guess. to say that i don't think so either i'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, um, yeah, I I thought the conversation with Logan was awesome. It was really cool to hear about their recovery from the pandemic and how much the uh, community supported them during their like takeout time. And you can just tell he really cares about the people that work that for work him. for him. Yeah. You know, because that was his main focus when he was talking about that. And um, <laughs> Katie's got a Katie's got a fuzz going on. <laughs> um, uh, and um, it was just really cool to hear um, about that. And also, uh, of course, uh, Cameron's favorite quarterback. Um, it's his favorite restaurant. So that was a cool story to hear how that all went down. That was a good one. I'm getting the blank stare because, as we all know, I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> Do you feel attacked? Nothing. Yes. You don't say anything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, oh, guys, I should, I'm back. I don't bully say, me. I'm back. I shouldn't say Cameron's favorite quarterback. That's why he doesn't want to be here. Cameron's yeah. favorite franchise owner. Oh, interesting. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, that was a great, anyway, let's get back on topic. It was a great conversation with Logan. It was a lot of fun. Uh, good to catch up with him, and I'm sure we'll have him back. He uh, mentioned a wedding venue that he wants to talk a little bit more about, so excited to hear more. Uh, but today, we uh, we shift gears a little bit away from the restaurants, and uh, we welcome on Brooke Hafes, the marketing director for On Broadway Inc., which is a business improvement district on the west side of downtown Green Bay. So I know Cameron, you weren't able to join us for that conversation, and I actually did this one solo. So uh, I hope you guys listen in and enjoy the convo. We covered a lot of ground. Um, did you guys know Brooke was an author? I did. Yeah, she wrote a children's Children's book. book. Yeah, yeah. So we talked a little bit about that. A tree named Ted, to be specific. Exactly. Did uh, and I'm sure you also knew she was a anchor at NBC 26 for uh, six years, seven years. I think she said. Mm -hmm. Fun. So, and now she's at on Broadway, which has awesome events happening in downtown Green Bay all summer long. All summer long. We'll get to that in uh, in our next segment here. Um, So we'll get into it. Uh, we introduced the last, the new segment last week. Um, we we're calling it "From the Timeline." Working title, you know. If someone comes up with a better name, or we just don't have to name it at all, that's fine with me. We're just I, think, I think the transition into this segment, we need like some sci-fi time travel Ooh. music to get into the timeline. All right, yeah, I like that. 
I I'm like just, that. Just spitballing here. I'll uh, I'll I'm hop on Spider Man movie. I'll hop on to some stock. Uh, what Spider Man movie? Yeah. That's Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That. I mean, we were talking like time travel. I was thinking like, well, Back to the Future. Yeah, I was thinking Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, here's the, and we're back to we're back to Back to the Future because last week Katie yeah, told us. Just roasting no, me. <laughs> Katie told us all about uh, her weekend in our look back uh, in our look back segment, and she said she um, she was talking about her trip to the automobile gallery. And Brad and I go, well, did you sit in the DeLorean? She goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen Back to the Future. Yeah, that's a fact. That's that's not. I, I'll let it pass because I just saw it for the first time a couple years ago. Oh, okay. thank you. So, thank you yeah. for that. All right. Well, it's a timeless movie. Anyway, it is. anyway, now we'll uh, insert time travel music right here. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the uh, from the timeline segment. Uh, first thing that I saw come across the uh, the timeline last week was what we have in front of us here if you're watching on uh on tiktok or wherever we put the video out you can see it it is the summer uh summer in the city events guide from uh from downtown green bay and on broadway inc which where is uh where our guest is from excuse me um so i mean pages and pages and pages of of stuff to do they they had uh they had a whole press conference which was really cool they had the dude that goes inside the balloon Kidding. At the press conference, the guy that goes like real life bubble boy. That would be so fun. Have you not seen that? No. He like, puts his body uh, in the balloon and bounces around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his, his head. head. Is- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all the news cameras were there. All the news cameras were there, and he was just like sitting there with his head sticking out of this green bubble, juggling. If like, he, <laughs> if he offered you an opportunity to try that, would you have jumped in? I 1, absolutely 000%. would have. Not with him. You know what else I well, want to try? Debbie. I want to do those big blow-up clear things that you like run at each other. Like it's I just your feet that. out. Yeah. And that would you be just super cool. Each other. That should be a maybe, team a team bonding event. Maybe you should be a busker at the Maryland Busker Fest yeah. that they were promoing. Yeah. No? no? Okay. I don't want to do that. I'm just well, ideas today. Thanks. Some of the, yeah, I know you need to start like trademarking these things. No, get any, royalties. anyone can run with them. That's yeah. fine. Okay. Uh, so should we just kind of just recap this a little bit? I mean, this thing, like yeah. I said, is pages and pages and pages. Um, it goes by month. So there's tons of events in June, July, August. And I even think it goes into September. A couple of my favorites that, uh, that they talked about, um, the farmer's markets, of course, um, which is... Wednesday and Saturdays, Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday on the in the Broadway district, Saturday in the downtown district on Washington Street. Second biggest, uh, the the Wednesday farmers market, I believe, is the second biggest in the state as far as number of vendors. It is definitely a happening farmers market, and yeah. it's like three, two blocks, right? That's I'm a lot just of, paging through this right now. Did you guys see Tai Chi therapy? That sounds right up your alley. Katie. I want to see Nick do Tai Chi <laughs> therapy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh no i was thinking wow oh, blow, blow. I, I was i was thinking uh <laughs> good call good call i got this is gonna be another like classic nick word makeup mix up i was thinking chai tea <laughs> i'm not chai tea. two different things <laughs> i also uh, am very on board for chai tea therapy That's though. What that I thought sounds it was. way better than tai chi and <laughs> those are too close together guys um <laughs> thanks Nick. so, uh, so those now, aren't the same thing no mental health awareness all right, yeah. all right let's see anyway so what, what other events are you looking see, forward i'm not to? gonna read anymore i don't think i think i'm just proving i'm bad at reading 
uh, I'm very pumped for the Maryland Busker Fest that I mentioned about the the balloon guy. They uh, yeah, the Broadway District has a lot of great murals in there, and they had their inaugural Maryland Busker Fest last year, and. A bunch of muralists came out and painted on sides of buildings because that's what muralists do. But then they also had some uh, street entertainers, which are yeah. called buskers. I was going to ask you to define that because clearly I can't <laughs> function in in terms of words and definitions. Yeah, so recently, it's, so it's, it's basically street performers are buskers, and we had a bunch of them out there for for that festival last year. If you could paint any mural, what would be Ooh. what would be the content of your mural? Great question. Great question. Uh... Hmm. I think something maybe, I mean, kids related for me would be cool if I could do like, a, like my kids playing in the city or something like that. That would be pretty, that would be pretty cool. I think. That'd be good. Katie, what would you paint? My dog. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good one. Thank you. That well, is a good one. <laughs> what would your dog be doing? Just sitting there looking majestic? Always. <laughs> So she does every day. Yeah. Maybe on a boat on the Fox River. I want. Yeah. I, I, I dips the boat. Girl, oh, okay. she loves her sunbathing though. So how about that? Just sunbathing on the city deck. On the carpet. Yeah, or, or carpet. Does she follow the sunspot mm-hmm. around during the day? As it moves? <laughs> she sure does. Yes. <laughs> she sure does. <laughs> yep. What about you? Uh, I love caricatures. Oh, I yeah. paint a caricature. Cameron, that is so intelligent of you. That's a great idea. That is a really good mural idea. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm full of ideas today, guys. You why really is no one are. why is no one trusting me on this? You <laughs> really are. This is a good one. I'm just gonna let you go from here on out. I won't don't even need to put anything in. Go on. I like it. Go what would that. what would the character like who would they be depicting? Like Ooh, yourself I, no, or I, got this. I think I love the waters around Green Bay. Yeah. I would have a caricature of a fisherman holding a overly giant sized fish that he caught on the Fox River. I like that. Like a big walleye. And yep. have him like holding it at like, like, like a cartoonish, yeah. yeah, like but like cartoonish long arms, exactly. Yeah, yes, that With would a be cartoonishly sweet. huge fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I would paint. I like that. Hmm, All right, watch. Uh, so you're going to enter the Busker Festival because I think you you had the best idea there. Well, I think you need to have some talent in order to be in the murals and Busker Festival. <laughs> so I'm just the ideas guy. I'm not always the, the doer. <laughs> okay. So if there's that's an right. artist out there that wants to make my dream come true, we'll pass that along. Maybe we'll up. pass that along to Brooke. I oh, think that's nice. a good place to start. She didn't illustrate it, I don't think. Maybe. But she no, knows but she sh- runs the Maryland Busker oh, Festival. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Ignite Market, always a great event. Uh, start, they actually, last year, they moved it back. I think it was because of uh, COVID or something like that. They moved it back. They did have one in June, July, August, and September, but they um, moved it to starting in July because they had a lot of success with like the early fall ignite market. So keep an eye out for those. I believe the um, air balloon, air, air, hot air balloon. Hot air balloon thank you. Hot air balloon uh, glow is in August. And the ignite market is a night festival, night market. Yep. Uh, and it's just a, a creative market, some vendors, but they're more creative. It's mostly vendors. down at Light Park, right? It moves all over downtown. There's, oh, it does. There's different areas that it goes to, and it's not quite a farmer's market. It's it's more of a, a creative vendor market. Yeah. With entertainment and music and food, food and, and beverage beer and, and yeah. all, everything you could ask for. So, all right. Uh, the next uh, the next segment, uh, or not next segment, the next thing that I saw on the timeline, and maybe I'm a little bit biased here because I run the Twitter side of things, uh, for our social media, but, tweet, um, tweet. yeah, exactly. Uh, got to get those follows. Um, the 
UK Packers announced uh, announced their their tour that they do annually. Um, and a big twist this year because of the way the schedule for the Packers worked out, they're actually able to offer a package where they can come over from the UK for two games. Mm-hmm. And just to, to clarify what the UK Packers is, there's not a football team over there named the Packers. This is a right. fan club from the United Kingdom, and they have a very loyal following. A bunch of people get together, and they fell in love with the Green Bay Packers, and they make a trip over to the the homeland, if you will, yeah. uh, once once a season. And as Nick mentioned, they're coming for two games this year. And it was really great to hear that they were going to do this again this year because of the game that's happening in London. Like, they could have very easily stayed home, but that's how big of fans and followers they are. Um, the two packages, they have four days or seven days. Uh, we've been in touch with them quite a bit, actually, uh, to plan some things for them to do outside of outside of Lambeau Field and explore around around the stadium and around the city. So that should be super fun. Did I tell you? Did I tell you the story of how we we adopted them officially? I was. You, see, you, you have a note on here of the adoption story, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I was wondering, like, congratulations, are you having another child or what? But no, no, tell us, tell no, us about I, this adoption you're talking about. I adopted. <coughs> excuse me. I adopted a I adopted a Twitter fan club into you Twitter adopted them. Yeah, I did. So they they put out their tweet that was announcing their um, their tour, their schedule. So of course, being the um, you know opportunist that I am, I of course tried to invite myself along on the tours through the Discover Green Bay account. So I just I I quote tweeted him and I said um, something along the lines of like, "Can we come with some like uh, jealous face emojis?" And they said, they replied back. They said, of course you can come. Uh, we're super excited. Please adopt us. And I, so I, I, yeah, I went online. And they capitalized. And I uh, filled out the adoption uh, certificate, <laughs> the fake adoption certificate. Good and uh, What does yeah. this mean? What? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like maybe. are you are you now responsible for them? I don't. Bradley would not like this. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. He was a tour operator, so maybe he can help me at least a little bit. So uh, they. I don't know. I don't know what I signed myself one, up for. One one time they came to Green Bay, and I went and met them and brought beer to them. Okay, and I think that won them over. That was not an official adoption, so we just made it. Official. So Father Nick, bring them beer, and you will Father be. Father Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> My um, goodness. Uh, I will, I will, I will try to, I will try to go above and beyond the beer delivery now that the paperwork has been submitted and it's That's official. official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so I don't know. Social media. So. You, you need to pay for their groceries. You need to pay for their education. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, this is okay. This is, this is gonna you're be going above and beyond. You can have at it. You got in deep. Uh, okay. Or was, maybe you just get to be friends with them officially. I, I was thinking just officially friends and like I feel maybe like you add cheese maybe curds to the beer okay. delivery. You can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that suffices i don't know i'm gonna have to find out how many people though because we're gonna need to <sighs> that cup but we're excited for them to come back right in the middle of our uk packers talk that's gonna be a blooper i uh, know i hope my phone oh, i'm, sorry, was I'm gonna keep it in the podcast was that sorry. was that a subtle it was a subconscious know. move can i have a drink as well the bear's cup not from your cup <laughs> no nope just my cup. <laughs> your sweaty cup it was yummy yummy chicken all well, right, so the UK is now officially adopted by Discover UK Packers. Excuse me, not the entire UK. We've adopted <laughs> we the, whole yeah, we got the whole country. <laughs> I don't think that's legal. All right, so Katie, moving on. Uh, you had uh, had something that you found on your timeline. Uh, local juicery is opening up a, another location, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So um, 
Bonafide is actually a, like a pressed juice, uh, natural, organic, you know, smoothie, acai bowl, all the things um, in De Pere right now. Um, and they are opening a new location in Howard. Oh, what's your go-to juice from there? Um, they have the, oh my gosh, I always forget the name of it. Or combo. Like, what's your favorite fruit combo together to be in fresh juice? I like kiwi, strawberry, anything. Mm. I got the, what is it? Like, it's like a cleanse one or something. Anyways, it had... You look cleaner. Thank you. <laughs> um, this was a while ago. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> it had uh, ginger in it, which was... Oh. Mm, mm, you couldn't mm, even mm, tell. Mm, you could not even mm, tell. Mm, I it can was tell. very good. No, I don't like ginger. <laughs> I know it's super good for you. It has tons of health benefits. It was like ginger, like, cucumber, spinach, all in a little I'm down juice. for everything that you just said except for the ginger. I would replace the ginger with like a banana because... Mm, valid. Like, I feel like you can bananas overcome the flavor of everything i don't i don't like banana flavored things what well okay well there's a banana but no there's a big difference like banana flavored stuff is not good but like if you blend up a banana in a smoothie i wouldn't call that banana flavored i would just call that straight up like banana banana. Uh, however banana runs are the greatest runs uh, yeah. Okay. You got me. The fake banana. You got banana me. Banana laffy taffies. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fake banana. Gross. I the don't banana like, laffy no. taffies. I would rather throw up. Yeah. I no. know. I know. We are in the middle of a very healthy conversation, but <laughs> I'm going to bring in fake banana flavorings and candy. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. But my actual favorite smoothie there is the pink velvet. That's what I had when I did the TikTok of it. Iconic. Everyone. I think. So Shameless plug. Go follow Discover Grand Bay on TikTok. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, there's Ashley in our office. She um, goes there. She goes there like every day. Every day. I think. I think she has like. She's probably like a platinum rewards no, member. She overeats it like every single day to work. Mm. I love that for her. Uh, I should probably do that. She drinks like the grapefruit juice. I could stand to lose a few thirty pounds. A couple two treat thirty. <laughs> a couple two treat thirty pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's, that's quite the timeline we've talked about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, Spider Man would love it. <laughs> I think she was thinking Doctor Strange, maybe. I was absolutely thinking Spider Man because I just watched the movie <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> He's not gonna. St- I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna buy. Why are you drinking out of that? Katie, I'll I'll get us some uh, some Packers cups nice. that we can have nice. for our to offset that. Um, yeah, that was quite the timeline. Very active week here in Green Bay to uh, to wrap up from a social media perspective. Also a very busy weekend. Whew. I was all over the place. Memorial Day. But Memorial Day, I think uh, all three of us might have the same weekend look back. So first of all, props, Cameron. Thank you for um, organizing our appearance in the big Memorial Day uh, parade that wound through West to Pier all the way down to Voyager Park. It was great to see everyone out there. So it was, it was I had packed. a blast. It, it was, was super insane. I yeah. did not anticipate that. Yeah, it like was. That was a, and also a massive parade. Like it was a long, like a decent yeah. sized route. We, we at Discover Green Bay have always been in the downtown Green Bay uh, holiday parade in the wintertime. Many time award winner. That's true. Yes. Thank you for pointing that yep. out. We have, uh, we have titles to defend, but that is uh, the only parade we've been in, and this one, obviously, it was warmer out. It was longer and packed. Yeah. Like, was, the, the curbs awesome were, like, four deep. Mm-hmm. The people were four deep on the curbs. And the wet, like, everyone was in such a great mood. Everyone was, like, just having a blast. Well, and that's the because was this perfect. was the unofficial start of summer. Yeah. It was. And, like, the weather was, like, perfect. Like, it was supposed to be 91 degrees, but the wind kind of helped. The wind kind of helped, and it was earlier in the day, so yeah. it didn't reach, like, Definitely. The, the peak you know 90 degrees and, and humid so it was mm-hmm. it was perfect i uh 
I have to say that that uh, mobile visitor center, the converted ambulance. I don't know. Have we talked about that much on this show? Mm -hmm. I don't know if we have or not. I, I think, think we, we should because like that was the star of the show in the parade and it was just unveiled a couple weeks ago it was so. so in early may we celebrated as an industry national travel and tourism week and uh, we had gotten we, we had been looking at revamping our mobile visitor information portion of, of what we do so trying to be out in the community more. our uh, previous one was not so mobile it was correct. a giant uh converted snowmobile tra snowmobile trailer and it took a very special large vehicle to move that mm -hmm. thing around that we did not have so we needed to beg borrow and beg some more and borrow and borrow and get and, creative yeah to, to move that thing around so we we needed something more mobile so uh the green bay metro fire department was retiring an ambulance and through some some connections and favors and requests we got a ambulance donated to us and we worked with uh some local vendors to revamp it to become a mobile visitor center and we unveiled that uh, at national travel and tourism week in early may and its maiden voyage was uh, the De Pere Memorial Day Parade yesterday. Yeah, yeah I, and it is so cool looking. And, and again, I know Cameron just mentioned it, but a big shout out to uh, the city of Green Bay and Green Bay, Green Bay Metro Fire Department for donating that that ambulance that has now been repurposed, brought back to life, um, you know, kind of like a second career for this ambulance. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, first responders, they think of these, these vehicles as their partners on the job and you know so one when one gets retired it's it's a big deal and so to be able to see this one come back and have a have a second life is super cool and it was awesome to see it in action live and in person um at the parade the sound was bumping <laughs> in there it's, it's definitely it's, got a loud loud sound system yeah it's probably my favorite part it was awesome also, yeah. whoever made the playlist fire i did yeah. that was good yeah. was it was it the it was a country music for me was it the kickoff of miley cyrus yeah party <laughs> that was, that that was like, the one that got me this is just fire playlist yeah. we Brad were standing we were standing um in the like about to go out yeah. and all of a sudden party USA starts playing i'm just <laughs> put you right in the mood to, <laughs> to party yeah yeah so we'll uh, we'll be taking the mobile visitor center uh look for it out in green bay community mm -hmm. uh in parades at and festivals. throughout the and around the state around too. the I state mean, we're we'll gonna be take it we'll be some places yeah i think uh we already Sounds i know like we have a couple other parades possibly planned and lined up in festivals this mm -hmm, summer mm -hmm. but uh if you're listening in the lacrosse area we will be at the uh, at Oktoberfest, the Oktoberfest parade, um, obviously in October. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Have you been to that parade? I've not. Oh, okay, you're in for a treat. All right, bring it's it super fun. We'll, it's super we'll convince fun. all those lacrosse Oktoberfesters to yeah. come hang on Green Bay. Exactly, and a cool part of um, of the De Pere Memorial Day parade uh is that we get to the the route is right by some of our favorite uh favorite local uh local restaurants local shops it was tough not vendors. to leave the parade route it was right by bonafide it was right by bonafide i was gonna say bloody mary's but you can bring juice into yeah. the equation <laughs> so it was memorial day we're, di we're different people yeah yeah i was uh i was i was noticing all of the you know new shops and one of my favorite spots pasquale's right on the corner have you guys been to pasquale's so fire. i love it their fried raviolis uh, so amazing good. i love nikki's right there nikki's is for great, their yeah. uh their muffaletta sandwich hot muffaletta sandwich mm. with and that nikki's, olive spread nikki's mm. bloodies are mm. outstanding we also pass strata on that route which oh, is yeah. the new pizzeria place oh. but they have first of all amazing pizza and they are also connected to taza 
Oh, the which coffee shop. is a coffee shop. Like, there's a door in between. They're not by the same owner, but they just, yeah. I mean, they're both Italian. So, um, <laughs> so you might as well put a door in there. Yeah. So they were like, oh, let's do this. So the they Pier, did. the city with a French name and Italian businesses. But seriously, <laughs> they, it was, so like, I, after my pizza, I went in there and I got a uh, draft from Tazza. Nice. It was so nice. cool. And then the, um, obviously, right through there, uh, Stella's, the Exchange, Luna Coffee, Luna yeah. Coffee, uh, all of those downtown to pier uh downtown to pier spots and um, right by the st norbert college campus as well which i used to work at st norbert so that's always nice and I uh, also refreshing for me like love going over the de pier bridge it is awesome it is i've never walked across it that was the a really views, treat for me like you don't really like take them in until you're like literally walking across it but it's got yeah. some pretty good views so um to me i'm old we know this that bridge is still like quote unquote the new bridge Mm-mm. Um there was the old bridge that was there. At one point there was I know there was some discussion in De Pere of possibly like making that available for businesses to like keeping it like a walking bridge, but for engineering purposes they they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um but when the new bridge opened and they closed the old bridge, they hit through like a massive party and they had like all the bars bring out like like their food stands and food trucks and all that. There was live music. It was so much fun. It was fun. Welcome back to the 920 show. We are joined by a uh, very special guest. You may know her from her work at NBC 26 here in Green Bay uh, on the anchor desk at NBC 26 today or uh, from her most recent work with On Broadway Inc. Uh, doing all things marketing and promotions uh, for the bid district on the west side of the downtown area in Green Bay. It is Brooke Hafes from On Broadway, their marketing director, and uh, we're going to chat about a lot of things. But uh, tell us a little bit about what you do with On Broadway. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm super excited course, to be on the uh, 920 show. This is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I've, I started with On Broadway um, July of 2021, so I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary. And it's it's been a great gig. I've I've been having a lot of fun, you know, working with the with the organization. It's a fantastic nonprofit. The mission is sound. The events we put on are wonderful and bring so much joy to the community. And it's just it's been a really really great um, career change. A lot of great work life yeah. balance. Maybe a little bit better hours. Yeah, yeah, my hours <laughs> were pretty brutal. You know, I loved I loved working in the news, but this yeah. is definitely <laughs> I don't know. I hit thirty and. I I want to sleep at night yeah. and wake up when I want to wake up. Maybe spend a little more time with your kids. Oh, yeah, yeah that for would be sure. nice. That'd yes. be nice. Oh, yeah. My kids, they, um, my youngest just went off to all day kindergarten this year. In Big the fall. step. Yep. So it was time for me to get, you know, a normal person job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, well, you know what? I don't know if on Broadway is a normal person job because it's not <laughs> like you sit in an office all day and, you know, crank numbers out at a computer you are out in the community and putting on like super cool stuff tell us uh tell us some of the things that you're working on that that you're excited about yeah you know what you're right it's not a normal <laughs> it's not a normal person job at all i don't have one either so it's totally fine <laughs> it's actually perfect for me because i i'm not a desk person i don't i i, I get a little stir crazy i'm a pretty high energy individual so I, I, it's a good challenge there's a lot going on all the time i'm constantly meeting new people in the community just awesome business owners great community partners um and and 
and people like yourself who I didn't know before. So now yeah, look at what good friends I we've know. become. So exactly. It's I, awesome. It's part, probably my favorite part of my job is just uh, the people, you know, getting to know everyone yeah. and see how it all, all fits and how everyone can benefit. Yeah, definitely. So I, I have a few things I want to talk about about the On Broadway District, like just because I think everything you guys do is super cool. And, uh, you know, as a as a uh, destination marketing organization, you know, we get to promote and go out and, and do a lot of cool things, but it's not really our role in the community to put on events and like ideate crazy things that could could happen. You know, we're more of a of a marketing uh, content type place, letting people know about all the cool stuff you're you're doing. You guys over at On Broadway just started one of, I think, my favorite events uh, that has that has come to the area, and I had so much fun covering it for Discover Green Bay last year. Tell me about the Mural and Busker Festival and how that came to be, because that is so unique, and nothing has been done like it in Green Bay before, and I'd just love to hear the story about how that, that came to be. The Mural and Busker Festival is a pretty cool event. Uh, I was lucky enough to come on board right before we started it um, for the first time last year. And I think the idea of the event when we first came up with the concept was to create an event that could be um, spread out so people could socially distance. We were coming off the heels of the pandemic and we were trying to create events that people could comfortably attend, uh, feel like they had the ability to spread out from other individuals if need be, um, and, and enjoy the arts all throughout our district. So, um, we uh, we implemented the buskers and found out a lot of people don't actually know. I what, had no idea yeah, what a busker was yeah, before no this event. no one knows what a busker is in Green Bay, which is quite hilarious. But um, it's I think it's like a derived idea out of Europe. So we're mm-hmm. bringing it bringing it here to Green Bay, and a lot of people didn't know what it was. But a busker is simply a street performer. And Busker sounds way cooler to put on an event name than like murals and street performers. Exactly. Way cooler. And the idea of the event is simply to just bring the arts to the district in all kinds of forms. So over a multiple day event, last year it was four days. This year it starts on a Thursday where the artists will begin their painting. We're programming the weekend with live music and food trucks and lining the streets with buskers, you know, stilt walkers and jugglers and, you know, flamethrowers and all the, you know, all these awesome street performers. So it's, it's really an immersive experience. We're kind of condensing the geographical area this, this year. So it's not going to be quite as spread out. So it might feel like a little bit more is happening. Um, But again, we're putting up 10 new murals once again this year, just, you know, stacking those streets with all kinds of talented artists and performers. What will that bring the number of murals up? Because I think that's something, you know, when we talk about the, you know, folks who are are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. um, you know, and planning a trip to Green Bay, like, I don't think somebody, you know, says, I'm going to go to Green Bay and check out all the murals. Like, what is the public art scene like down there now, especially after the Mural and Busker Festival and the growth and explosion of that? Sure. I mean, the district's covered in public art, and that that is one of the initiatives of On Broadway. You know, it's not just about events. It's, you know, sometimes people don't understand what a, a, 
a bid is or, or what our organization really does. It's it, We put on a lot of community events with the, the goal of drawing people to our district, but, you know, it's more than that. We're, we're focused on streetscape and design and making sure it's an attractive space and the streets are clean. You know, there's garbage cans and there's benches. And, and one of the ways you make those areas feel safe and clean is by introducing public art because it makes it feel safe. It makes it feel clean. And gosh, if you had to ask me how many murals we have throughout our district, I don't know. Is it like around 15? And then after this year, it'll probably be more than two dozen. So there's a lot of really cool places to go and see this art. If it's not a reason to come to the district, it should be. It should be because you can take a, a walk down like three blocks and see so much art and it's it's really impressive really beautiful murals and 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 sculptures as well Mm -hmm. definitely so uh i I do want to get into more of the events uh and stuff that that's going on on broadway but um kind of we're, we're kind of rolling through a theme of guests here that the um first two guests from outside of the discover green bay walls have been uh natives to northeast wisconsin um just last week, we had we had Logan on from from Chives, and uh, you grew up in Denmark, right? Yes, uh, I, I think most people know where that is. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. if people aren't from the area, you can you can dive in. Sure, yeah, Denmark is just a you know it's a twenty minute drive into work for me, so it's just a, a smaller community, you know, a little bit more um, rural, but a really nice, safe place to raise kids. It's a nice school district. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up in Denmark and then I went away to college a little bit and then I just found myself back here because I love this area. And yeah. Green Bay is my city because it's it's the closest city mm-hmm. to Denmark. So um, I've always loved Green Bay. It's, it's, it's where I grew up. So I'm interested to hear like growing up in Denmark when, when you were a kid, like, what was it like to take a trip into the city? Like, was that, like, a big deal in your family? or yeah, like? I think that, you know, <laughs> it felt like a big place to me. And, and now that I know, after working, you know, in the news industry and now, you know, my affiliation with On Broadway, it's like... I, I know Green Bay on such a more intimate level now, and I can appreciate all those experiences I had as a child because now I, I, I know all the blood, sweat, and tears that go into this city to make it yeah. you know function the way it does and all the people who've worked so hard to revitalize the downtown area and, and make it such a wonderful place for me as an adult now yeah. to enjoy. I'm I like, know, right? Well, like so I grew up in De Pere, which is a little bit closer to the city than than Denmark is, um, you know, I, I still remember we, there was a city bus that serviced uh, De Pere to, to downtown Green Bay. And I remember going to the old like Port Plaza Mall and <laughs> yeah. there's the fountain and you'd throw in the, the thing. And the, do you remember the wall of candy? At Port Plaza Mall? No, I only, no? I like I like have vague memories of like uh, riding the escalator at the Port yeah, Plaza Mall. Yeah. That's like a, that's okay. like the extent and the of Port my memory. Plaza Mall, like, do you watch Stranger Things? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay, because they did an episode like <laughs> I think it was the end of the third season where like the main battle scene with the with the the bad guy mm-hmm. like was in a mall and it's set in the eighties, of course. Oh, and I was like, this is Port Plaza Mall. <laughs> like this is just happening in Port Plaza Mall. Funny. The whole thing. But anyway, like what I always talk about with that is like it is completely different going downtown now than it than it was. It kind of went through this weird phase where it had the mall and it had the shopping. And then the mall, you know, shut down and there was a period of time where it was, you know, 
there's not much going on and and you know the work that your organization in downtown green bay and the mayor's office and the city and the county um and all the way to the state has done to support these downtowns has just brought like a revitalization uh to the community so i was just curious like as you have you kind of seen that same flow since you kind of have been here that long so I get this a lot from people. I, I might just be like right on the borderline of being just slightly too young. To okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like I remember the Port Plaza Mall, but I don't remember. I, like it's Green Bay has always kind of been awesome in my eyes. I don't know. Again, I'm I'm 31, so take that for what it is. But yeah, I know that people have told me stories about how like wow that you know the Broadway District used to kind of be a little sketchy, and mm-hmm. it was basically you know a place where people went to go to a sketchy bar, and now it's just like packed with all of these awesome businesses. Yeah, now there's events and yes. shops and arts and all of this stuff. Yes. So growing up and grew up, grew up in Denmark, went went off to college, came back. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what made you want to be in the news? What made what 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 was the draw to being a reporter? So that was kind of a fluke, I think. Actually, um, I was originally going to school to be a pharmaceutical salesman. Like that was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what I wanted. I to thought do. you were going to say like <laughs> newspaper or no, something like I, at least tangential to what you actually. I have no idea. Doing. I just knew that I liked people, and I thought maybe I'd be a good salesperson. I don't know. So I was just kind of. I don't know. It, it just kind of fell into my lap, really. Um, I ended up getting like a email saying there was an internship, and I was like, "Why not? I'll try this." And so my junior year of college, I actually started an internship at NBC Twenty Six, and within a month, I had been hired on as a full time employee, um, starting out as a morning show producer. So I was going to work all night and finishing my degree all day. So oh, wow. it was a busy time. Yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, it, it really kind of just fell into my lap. And then I fell in love yeah. with with storytelling and, and journalism. Uh, yeah. And I and I, I had a really great time in that career field. It's just it's a lot of it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't think people really like on a macro scale, mm-hmm. like you say you interned, you, you interned for a month and then got hired on as a full time morning show producer. I don't like me being on the communication side. I get to see the work that producers do and it's just like insane but I I think the general public like you say that and they're like okay producer like producing what what are you producing I don't understand so what does that mean (laughs) I mean simply put I was alone in the building most of the night writing the entire show like I was a one-man producer for a two-hour morning show for many years so I would come in at midnight and I would write feverishly all night long and you know, stack the show. I mean, yeah. this is all news jargon, but I would essentially, no, it's interesting. essentially yeah. create the scripts that the anchors and reporters would read. Yeah. So then people, they see the end result mm-hmm. of your work in what happens to be like a half hour newscast of sometimes, you know, sometimes lighthearted and great news, but sometimes like very, you know, as we saw this week, very intense, um, intense stuff. And, and, you know, I don't think, you know, we, we really talk much about the work that gets put into that because those guys, they really do bust their butts to bring the stories, uh, especially on a local level, like on the, the local mm-hmm. stations. They really do a great job bringing the stories to 
to our community for us to like know what's going on and and how we can support our community and how we can uh, help build upon it. So you mentioned you fell in love with with storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not put this in your intro, but that's a great opportunity to bring it up now. Brooke is also an author, a children's book author. I am. It was uh, kind of a bucket list item for me. And when I when I left news, I was a little. Uh, I was sad. I, I mean, it was sad. It's a it's yeah, an industry it was... you pour your heart and soul into, yeah. and then it's gone. And so I was trying to find something that made me feel accomplished uh, again. And that was uh, a, one of the roads I decided to take was to pull the trigger and try to publish a book. So um, I have kids, and I read a thousand books a week to them, you know, and I love children's books the way they have taught my kids to be so awesome and intelligent and all the great things that come along to reading with your kids. Um, so I wanted to provide some content for other parents that I thought was worthwhile and that I could enjoy reading to my kids. Yeah. So, well, you got to tell us the name of the book. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Very believe that. Uh, <laughs> you uh, sure did. Yeah, the, the name of my book is A Tree Named Ted. And the story is really focused around um, how to manage your worries um, by utilizing nature. Because I think, uh, especially in today's world, uh, people don't know how to handle anxiety. They're, they struggle with their worries and they it, it can make them uh, counterproductive. You know, it's like, so how do we teach our kids to handle everyday stress, you know, worries that come along? Because everyone worries. And I, I, I wanted to give my kids that skill. I wanted to make sure they know how to do that. I think that's so fascinating because I'm dealing, I, I have kids too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about this, you know, in our other, you know, conversations that aren't being recorded, but <laughs> like, it's so hard because, you know, we're, as adults, we're equipped with tools and um, experiences that help us process difficult information. But like, I, I, I do feel helpless a lot when I, when I, when my kids are in that, in that situation um and they're they're nervous about something or they're anxious or they're worried or you know it's you want to be able to give them those same tools but you know sometimes it feels like some of those tools are just getting a little bit older and getting a little bit more experiences so I'm kind of curious did you did you see that gap in children's books and they're like I I kind of feel a calling to fill this yeah I I I think there's there's two types of children's books. There's ones that are purely for fun and entertainment and they're, yeah. they're silly to read and this and yeah. that and the other thing. I wanted mine to have a moral, a message, um, not only be fun to read and have beautiful illustrations, but to teach them something. And I have found success through my life by utilizing the woods and nature and exercise and getting outside and clearing your head or thinking through a situation with the help of nature you know getting away from you know the phones and the tvs and all the screens it's so hard to do i mean we're so connected to our phones and our kids are Mm -hmm. are you know i think it's a great tool but they're they're growing up with with phones and with ipads and you you try to limit the time but yeah it does build Mm -hmm. it can can build a lot of you know unforeseen things that our kids have to deal with yeah so i was just trying to create a story that they found interesting to read but also taught them to hey get outside hey if you're worried about something going on a going on an ipad is not the answer go outside and play and run and go explore in the woods and listen to the sounds and 
you know, look for animals and all the wonderful things that come with being outside. So right, just be present yeah, for a yeah, moment. Yeah, admire what the beauty around yeah. you. You know, if you surround yourself with with greenery and, yeah. and life, you're gonna feel better. It'll probably have a bu- an abundance of positive effects, and you, and you'll feel better. You will. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a I think that's a really good message. And you know what? Honestly, I need to remind myself about that. It's good for adults. You know, you know, I, when I wrote this book too, I was like, it probably will be good for parents to read this too because I think parents even forget this message which mm-hmm. is you know set the phone down take your kids outside go to the park mm-hmm. you know go yeah. fi- go find some green space and and spend some time with your kids outside and luckily there's tons of opportunities to do that right here in Green Bay we have tons of outdoor recreation and uh, opportunities for you to get outside on Broadway around the city throughout uh, so um, where can where can folks find the book? Oh, it's on Amazon. Okay. So yeah, all you have to do you can either search my name or search the title of the book. It'll okay. pop right up. We can um, we can drop a link in the um, so we'll put a we'll put a link to the Amazon uh, the Amazon store for so you can buy book, uh, Brooks book uh, and talk about these uh, things with your kids in uh, in the in the podcast description. So oh, you can yeah, of course we can see it there. I think it's a great message. I uh, I know I need to to check it out. So. Um, but besides uh, being an author, you haven't totally left the news, <laughs> yeah, right? I it sucked you back <laughs> in. Sucked you back it's, in. It has that effect. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So tell us about your work with the Press Times. Sure. I mean, they're a great, they're a great uh, publication that has. They recently moved into the Broadway District. They have an office in. I saw that. When yeah. did they move in there? That was gosh. When did we do that ribbon cutting? Um, gosh, it was it was in 2021. Do you get to have a pair of big scissors in your office? <laughs> We always borrow it from the city, but we should. I think you guys have one, don't you? Do you have a scissors? I don't know. Those things are sharp. You got to be not, sharp. They're not. They're no joke. I don't think you can just let anyone have a pair. They're they're super <laughs> sharp. So no, we don't have uh, big scissors. Oh. We usually ask the city if we can borrow theirs. <laughs> but yeah, we do host ribbon cuttings, and we did one for the press times. Uh, yeah, le- sometime last year, probably in the last six months or so. Yeah. Uh, but they moved into our district, and I created a really nice relationship with uh, Mike Hollihan. He, you know, is the the president over there. So. Him and I were just talking one day, and I was like, "Well, I mean, I'll write for you. Like, I I miss writing. You know, I love writing. I yeah. write a lot for my job as marketing director. You know, for on Broadway, but you know, it's not the same. It's not the same. So yeah, just uh, I have a little column there. I do like every other week. It's called the broad or Broadway and Beyond, I believe it's okay. called. So it's it's the purpose is to to know what's going on in the Broadway district." in downtown green bay old main all three of the districts mm-hmm. combined so I, I try to seek out little stories you know maybe um, an awesome volunteer or a, a planting project mm-hmm. or you know anything anything lighthearted and and positive is really the goal there cool mm-hmm. cool you actually mentioned something there that i think coming from you will probably be better than anyone like that can describe it Ooh. I think there is a little <laughs> bit of confusion around the whole like districts in Green Bay. Like sure. there's downtown Green Bay, there's Old Main, and there's on Broadway. Like, what is the relationship with those organizations, and how do you kind of work together to accomplish the goals that you have? I think that's a fantastic question because before starting with on Broadway I'm not sure I even knew I don't think I did before I started with Discover Green Bay either it was always just like to me downtown Green Bay was like both sides of the river Mm -hmm. that area once you get into you know Mason Street Bridge Main Street Bridge it was like to me it was one kind of district yeah yeah so 
to learn about the different districts, again, I'm not sure the general public really knows that much about districts, but downtown Green Bay is split up into three different bid districts, um, business improvement districts, um, which means we receive some funding to uh, improve these areas, support our businesses, make sure that things look nice down there, host community events, preserve historic landmarks, you know, work on property development, things like that. Um, so there's Old Main Street, downtown Green Bay Incorporated, and on Broadway. So three business improvement districts um, encompass downtown Green Bay, and we work collaboratively. Uh, we, we share a website. I was going to say, I thought I thought you shared, which which I think made it a little more confusing to me. Yeah. At, at first, like, yeah. Because it was almost like a, it was like a, a going down like a journey right of my understanding of how this all works like before i started with discover green bay uh and got more involved in in the community it was like there's downtown green bay it's the whole thing and then i was like then you learn about it and you learn about what a bid is a a business improvement district is and and then it's like oh okay cool so there's three of them and and on broadway uh focuses over on on the west side Mm -hmm. by the neville all the way down to mason street to mather street mason to mather yeah And then downtown Green Bay and Candles, like all the stuff on the city deck and yep. Washington Street. And, and then Old Main is like the Main Street to Adam Street kind of area. Exactly. And so I was like, all right, got it. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Nailed it. And then it's like, and I'm like, okay, what's your website? I know. And you all say the same thing. DowntownGreenBay.com. And the rationale behind that, to my understanding, this was done. No, it's great. Yeah. I'm just saying it was yeah. kind of funny to get go all the way down that path. Yeah, but I think the idea was when, you know, someone comes, and this is this is your realm, but when someone comes to visit Green Bay, they're not searching Broadway District. No. They don't know what Broadway District is. They're no. searching yeah. downtown Green Bay, and we want yeah. to make sure they see everything that all three of us have to offer. Yeah, yeah, which is great. And you can, and we as Discover Green Bay work very collaboratively with with all three as well. Mm-hmm. And you can find links to all three if you just uh, if you just find greenbay.com um, and you can find you can find them there. But uh, let's dive into a couple other projects oh, that sure. I want to talk about. Um, how much can we talk about the public market? Uh, I'll tell you what I know. OK, because <laughs> I'm telling you, this got um, for those of our for, for our listeners in uh, the Milwaukee area, um and seattle and uh kind of all over the country and bigger municipalities like there is a public market um and i know your organization did a lot of work in researching what the impact of those can can have and just what a few months ago we uh, i shouldn't say we on broadway unveiled a plan for green bay's very first public market yes this is a super exciting Super exciting project, and it's been a long time coming to my understanding that um, my executive director, uh, Brian Johnson, as well as one of my board members, Garrett Bader. We'll uh, probably have both of them on at some point. We should, because they're brilliant men, and um, they have worked uh, many years to research this concept. They have traveled all over the world, visiting public markets, um, and they wanted to bring one to Green Bay. And we have the perfect building in the Broadway district. So on Broadway has recently acquired Old Fort Square with plans to redevelop it into Green Bay's first public market. For those of you who don't know what Old Fort Square is, it is the building with the uh, ugly circle (laughs) awning that's like semi-transparent and weather-beaten that they're going to, that, you know, it it definitely is like unique architecture, but it's just... It's very, uh, it's very dated. It's got good. 
good bones. It's uh, it has great bones. It, the building is actually really nice. It's just you see some of those like, and it's not even the building. It's just like uh, the the um, uh, accessories, I guess, for lack of a better sure. term, that the are like cosmetics. The cosmetics yeah. could use could use a twenty first century facelift. But you guys are planning to do way more than just a facelift. Oh yeah, it it will be completely redeveloped. And the beautiful thing about that building is. Essentially, when Brian and Garrett were doing their research, they they boiled it down to they really like what Milwaukee has going on. Mm -hmm. So the basis of our public market here in Green Bay is going to be very similar to the concept in Milwaukee. If you've been there, you know what it's like. Um, And Old Fort Square has the perfect kind of bones to and it's similar that. like size perspective too right i think it's almost the exact same square footage yeah yeah yes. i remember brian mentioning that in one of our conversations mm-hmm. it was just so cool because you know it's green bay we're a little bit smaller than milwaukee and to have a public market that's like the same size is huge can you get into like what and and you know if we if we'll probably talk to brian in the future so mm-hmm. maybe some of this gets repeated but you know that's okay what is like the impact of having something like this in in Green Bay in our community like what will it do for the 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 area well our estimate is that it will draw you know a million visitors to downtown Green Bay annually mm-hmm. which is a huge deal because those people then will visit all of the the buildings nearby all of the businesses nearby um, the goal is also that it will um, trigger future development projects people will want to you know develop properties around the public market because it's a destination it's a place that draws large crowds um it's going to create um the ability for us to bring in awesome tenants at a really reasonable price um because we're a nonprofit and we're looking to create this space for people to you know um be able to start up a business at a really decent rate. You know, it's not going to cost them some crazy rent rate, you know, yeah. because we're not for a for-profit business. Right. You know, it's really the intention is to revitalize the area. So it's all, you know, a good a good cause. And, you know, we're going to bring in some great tenants. We have a, a couple that have already, you know, committed. And, we, you know, we announced those at our press conference. So, you know, we're going to have a brewery in there. And Voyager's Bakehouse is going to bring in another concept. And Gather is coming up with something. You know, some of our some of our, our business owners that we already work with who are so wonderful, they want in. They want to create yeah. another concept. And, and I think it's going to be awesome. I think I can't wait for the first summer that it's open and the first farmer's market while the public market is open and seeing how those two like major community things like work together. Yeah, I think they're going to play really nicely off of each other. You know, the farmer's market on Broadway already draws 10 to 15,000 people to the Broadway. Per week, right? Per, every yeah. week for 19 straight weeks through the summer. Yeah, so that's a quarter million of people already every year just at our farmer's market. So I, I think it's going to be a logical stop when you go to the farmer's market to also, you know, meander through the public market. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can So you said, can you share the, the tenants, like the names of, 
so you said Gather. Can you explain like a little bit more about what they do? Uh, well, so Gather is already a, a special event space in the Broadway district. Um, owners Tommy and Jill, they are wonderful. And Jill, fabulous people. Jill is a talented chef. So mm-hmm. I, I think the idea is their concept will revolve around something pertaining to her chef skills. But I don't think the concept is, is locked down yet. Um, Voyager's Bakehouse is in the district. They started out as a farmer's market tenant, you know, had their first, you know, brick and mortar location in the Broadway district. They've been wildly successful, expanded into Appleton. And, and now you can buy their bread at like festival yes, foods and yes. major grocers. Yes. So they've, they've experienced They're great They're like the ultimate success story, yeah. you know, of a farmer's market vendor, like to watch them grow and succeed. And yeah, they're coming up with a concept, not ready yet to be announced. Okay. Yep. Um, but hopefully we'll soon. We'll keep an eye out. Hopefully soon. I think it'll yeah. be really exciting. Nice. Um, One Barrel Brewing Company is the brewery that uh, we I announced. love the Penguin Beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's Which one of my favorites. I, like, I, I if I see have, it in the case, it's like a must grab. Yeah. I think they have locations in uh, Door County. So, um, is that correct? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay. So. I know there's, I know there is one location in Door County. I hesitated mm. because I don't, I think they have another one. I know. I'm, I but should, I, 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 should I should, I should know it. But bottom line is they're coming to the Broadway district. Well, yeah. And they're going to have an awesome brewery they're going to be one of our like anchor tenants in, yeah. in the market so and if you see the penguin beer in your local <laughs> grocer pick it up i promise uh it is it is approved by the 920 show sure <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh we've given it our stamp of approval yeah, we should exactly. come up with a brand for that for sure. i love that yeah um and then the fourth tenant we've already announced is um west coast seafood and crab so they were also a tenant in our farmer's market People love them. Uh, they have like shrimp ceviche and you know shrimp nachos. I don't know what that is. I know what that is. I don't know what ceviche they do, is. Like Sam, I don't know what is it like a shrimp salad. Like, I'm not cultured enough. <laughs> for that. Are you kidding me? Okay, we'll have to Google that later. <laughs> yeah, I just talked about my like the beer that I like. I don't. I don't I'm not oh, getting into oh, okay. ceviche. Well, you know, ceviche, wanted, ceviche. Well, they are still uh, attended at our farmers market. So yeah. next time you come to the, farmers I, I mean, market. it sounds delicious. It just sounds like, you know, too fancy for. <laughs> For my culture level, sitting here in a plaid shirt and ripped jeans and a baseball hat. I think it's fairly basic. I just think that the, <laughs> okay. name, the name is fancier. I like something. it. Yeah, I like. Yeah. It. Well, I will try anything shrimp. I love shrimp. It's like one of my favorite. Oh, I, yeah. Anything. And shrimp uh, not. Did you say sh- right after that? Did you say shrimp nachos? Shrimp nachos. <sighs> They're the best. They're fantastic. Sounds so good. They also do like you know different like salmon melts and all. Mm. I mean, and then of course their chowder. They do like a clam chowder. That's to die for. So they're gonna have uh, a space in the market, and I think they're also working with um, a way to sell like fresh fish as oh, well for nice. people to take because we also want there to be groceries there that's yeah. the idea it's I mean, a market yeah i mean it's a market right? right so the they need to not only have prepared food options but you know fresh yeah. options for people to buy as well so i don't know if you know this uh about the 920 show but we have um kind of a, a rule mm. that uh we have to eat lunch before we record and i've broken that rule <gasps> i'm starving and now i'm so hungry after <laughs> talking <laughs> All this food. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It happens every time, at least because um, so Cameron and Katie couldn't be here today. They are uh, they're busy. So it's just me and Brooke yeah. here. I'm disgruntled, by yeah. the way, that they're not here. Uh, of course. I mean, <laughs> they ditched you. What are you yeah. supposed to do? Yeah. You I'm, take that up with Cameron and Katie next I'm time you serious. see them. I can't believe they didn't make a point to show up today. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I tried to convince them, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Katie's out doing her TikTok thing. Oh. Can she do my TikTok thing? I don't know what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> Neither do I. That's why we brought her. Dang in. it. I need one of those. I need a candy. Cameron's out. Uh, we're, 
here's a little little uh, PSA for the listeners. If you want to come work with us, we have a job opportunity Ooh. available for part-time. If you're looking just for something to do with extra time, brand ambassador, you can go to events and represent Green Bay at all of our fun things like the Farmer's Market on Broadway. Yay. Um, so we'll be there, I'm sure, uh, with, with our our mobile visitor center that's a converted ambulance and all of that so <laughs> that sounds like an awesome job yeah that sounds like you a- looking for part-time <laughs> work <bro? laughs> no i i'm super busy but i i'm just saying like that sounds like a dream gig I'm it does especially for someone like you know who's maybe a junior senior in college sure. and you know that's what a great what, way yeah. to enter the field yeah exactly and the tourism industry will get you hooked because like our job is literally to have fun so <laughs> Yes. You mentioned you're you mentioned that you're too busy for that. That uh, let's just shift gears a little bit okay. to uh, some of the stuff that you like enjoy about our community. You are Brooke is like an onion. We just keep peeling back oh, the layers of all this interesting <laughs> stuff. She's also a certified yoga instructor. Yogi is that the right term? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, love go it. By, I go by Yogi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Last year. Um, in my transition between career fields, <laughs> I went and got certified to teach yoga. Okay. So it, again, another thing that I've just always enjoyed. Where do you teach? O- always wanted to do. I teach. Did you ask where? Yeah. Do you oh, teach yeah. at one place or do you kind of go around to all yeah, of them? Yeah, I teach at a studio in Denmark. Okay. Um, one of my dear friends owns Apple on Tree Yoga, and so she took me on board to teach yoga. I teach every Friday at 8 a.m. I teach a class called Energize, and I teach Hatha Yoga. So um, I Wait, went what? to Hatha Yoga. What is that? It's kind of a traditional um, yoga style. So a lot of... Is like, that the one where they turn up the heat to like 140? <laughs> no, but I do like that. But no... Uh, that sounds miserable. It's not hot yoga. <laughs> the only thing that's hard about hot yoga is like when you're... All of it? You're sweaty, and then you're like... You're like trying to hold a pose, but you're like slipping off of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what no, you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. That's it. You're coming yeah. to my next yoga class. Uh, I will literally break. I, I used to, I dabbled in yoga like mm-hmm. for a little bit, uh, doing like the in-home like uh, video stuff. And I did, I did really like it. it. It felt good. It made me, you know, feel flexible and healthy and and all of that, but it's been a minute since I've, you know, been in the downward dog or the, <laughs> the, yeah. the tree pose, the tree yeah, pose and, the and those types of things. So I, uh, I should probably get back into it. It'd be good for, good for my aging body, but, uh, uh and your mind, I yeah. think that's where, and we go, but yeah, going back to uh, yeah. the theme of your book. Well, I mean, Similar. so you know me for fairly well now, yeah. so I am a fairly fast paced individual, um, and <laughs> lots of energy, you, you <laughs> Another know, I get pretty hyper yeah. and over caffeinated. So I need something like yoga yeah. to kind of bring me back down, you know, Just bring you back to center, make yeah. me more aware, you yeah. know, calm myself down a little bit. I need that every once in a while. You know, I, uh, I, have you done any of the teaching at any of the events that we've had around here like the because we have tons of like in the summer there's yoga in the park there's yoga on the city deck there's yoga at tidal town so if like if yoga is your thing mm-hmm. green bay is like a spot for you to check it out have you experienced any of those events? i have attended the yoga on the city deck which is awesome yeah. um i have taught at wineries um in the oh. s- so there's like duck creek see there's how you're gonna get me uh-huh yeah duck there's creek, how you're gonna duck get creek winery i don't know if you know that one but yeah, it's, yeah. Near, it's near denmark and i know the owners and so i did a Wednesday um, 
a Wednesday session there a couple times where, you know, you get your wine at the end. And I think that's pretty fun. People like that. I need a reward. Yeah. Like if I'm going to bend in all sorts of positions, I need a reward. Yeah, you're like. Like I can't just end and walk away. 45 minutes in, you're like, I'm yeah. just about ready for my wine. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I've done, I've dabbled in some uh, event yoga. I think it's a lot of fun and I, I'd love to bring it to the Broadway district. So we've been, we've been toying around with the idea of, um, you know, bringing some more physical activity to mm-hmm. the Broadway district and, and, you know, those kinds of activities, maybe in Lake Park or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That would we'll be see. cool. And we have, you know, we have the, uh, the cruise ships coming into town. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be really neat. Yeah. 200 and 200 and some passengers, a lot of international folks coming and they're landing right in the Broadway district. Yeah. They did some work, um, to make that possible in liked park. I think they yeah. put in some uh, docking stations. Is that correct? Is that the correct term? I don't know. <laughs> I saw work <laughs> yeah, happening. <laughs> I don't know. We were at, um, so we were at uh, Brooks' uh, press conference. When was that? Last week? This week? Tuesday. As this airs, it'll be last week, oh, Tuesday. Yes, yes, Yeah. Um, and Brad, who now you, our listeners know because he's he's been our first guest and then he had to guest host because Cameron's just never here anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a slacker. I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the office, man. Yeah, what is he doing? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, so Brad like points across from where we were on City Deck to Light Park, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, look at all the work that's been done. It looks so great." I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> cool." <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Brad well, yeah, gets excited. Th- yeah. we, we love Brad. It was an infrastructure like that'll make it easier for the the big ships to to dock, correct, and um, and disembark their passengers and mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah. we have two coming in this year in June. That'll be. I can't wait to see how those passengers explore the Broadway district. I know. I think it's going to be such a positive thing for for downtown Green Bay to to let off passengers right there. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're in the heart. You're right in the heart of downtown Green Bay, yeah. and there's so much around you to do. And I think it's a great concept. And kudos to whoever got that got that going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that 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 was something that came through the Discover Green Bay mm-hmm. office, and but apparently it it's been years in the making oh. brad told me a story of one time that they were like coming and some they it was like confirmed and they could almost like look out into the bay and see the ship but it never they never came in there was some weather issues and then of course the pandemic hit and that kind of delayed everything travel related and and so we're finally here in uh 2022 and the cruise ships will be docking in the broadway district which is super exciting it is super exciting i can't wait to see them like i i know i mean i am trying to think in my mind if i can realistically expect how big these ships are going to be or what they're going to look like so it'll be fun to watch and people should come out and see that you know yeah i mean people come and watch the ships come through the port anyway i mean i know there's a lot of people who enjoy the big ships and this is you know, very much like the cargo ships that we see, but people. And yeah. it'll probably be a little more visually appealing. So For sure. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I forget the name of it. Well, I'm sure we'll get it out there somehow, but <laughs> watch for that on our socials. Yeah. So uh, we are coming up. I don't want to take up too much of your time here, uh, Brooke. I know you have to get back to the office. <laughs> ah, We're whatever. sitting here like <laughs> midday on a Thursday. Uh, you guys are listening to this. Uh, 
you guys are listening to this after Memorial Day, but Brooke and I are sitting here in the visitor center the Thursday before Memorial Day. Both of us probably half in vacation mode, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Because I'm taking Friday off. I'm taking tomorrow off. So I got like long weekend on the brain right now. Oh, yeah, because most people, I think everyone is off on Monday. So. Yeah. And, and I think the weather is going to be in the glor- 90s. glorious. Yeah. This, you know, so I, I think it's going to be a great holiday. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, I'm, before this, we probably did our weekend wrap up, so I can, you know, hopefully we had a great weekend to talk about. Um, Ooh, so I, got, befo- I got something to tell you though. Oh, yeah, let's go. You know, as long as we're talking about holidays, I think we should talk about the Fourth of July. Because oh, we yes, just yes, we yes. just made our VIP tickets go live for Fire Over the Fox. Okay. So if you're a, 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 a frequent attendee of the Fire Over the Fox celebration, you know. Those VIP tickets go so fast. So yeah. I think it's So worth tell it. me what a VIP ticket does for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we, am I a VIP? Oh, you could be. You All could right. be. You know, for, <laughs> I think it's $12. It takes $12 to be, be a VIP. $12 I'll be two. I'll be two VIPs. Exactly. <laughs> but it just, it reserves you, uh, you know, prime seating underneath okay. a tent, you know, in, in a space where you can see. And that's know, for the fireworks show. For the fireworks yeah. show. Yep. So it just reserves you, like, prime seating for the fireworks show. That's what it does. What else goes on around that event? The event is back in full force this year. Um, finally. Yes. I, I, I feel like we're saying that for everything this I year know. and it's getting repetitive. Like it's finally back. It's finally back. But like it's been so missed. So I'm going to keep saying it until we're right. like a calendar year through it. So it is finally back in full yes. force. Yes. Last year was a scaled down version. This year we are bringing back all the stops. You know, the the bridge is going to be lined with food trucks once again. You know, food truck way, you know, food truck bridge or whatever we name it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. But we'll workshop that. We'll yeah. work on it. I, I'm sure there's a name that I'm yeah. messing up. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have multiple stages with live music, bouncy houses. There's going to be a kids stage um we're bringing back the waterboard warriors um yeah and then the 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 giant fireworks show you know at dusk so the hours this year are three until the conclusion of the fireworks so nice um it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great day we're hoping for good weather and i just think the public is really they're missing this kind of stuff oh definitely you know they're sick of the scaled down version of everything and in our region like for places that you know, for people who who drive into town, like this is this is an event that you you know, you book your hotel. Oh yeah. You stay the night. You're not. I mean, the fireworks show goes fairly late. I mean, we all know in July the sun doesn't set until nine o'clock, eight thirty, nine o'clock. So we're not starting until then. So make sure to book your hotel. Uh, make sure to book your hotel for for Fire on the Fox. Uh, so you can spend the entire day down in the Broadway district starting at three o'clock and. Uh, make a weekend of it head over to the broadway district or head over to the uh, downtown side of things and and it should be a blast i'm really looking forward to it me too all right we're gonna get into our rapid fire question section i didn't tell you about it because i wanted you to just like i need your gut reaction for things so we have some questions i usually just come up with them off the top of my head uh, about Green Bay and some of your favorite things. So we, I'm, I'm kind of building the database of questions in my brain as we go because every episode of the 920 show we do a draft mm-hmm. um, where we each pick like three things. We'll come, we'll do a topic, um, and then we'll put it out on social media for people to vote on who had the best list, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, but so I always like to ask our guests kind of the same questions to see if we landed in the same place. So. Um, I know this isn't in the Broadway district. We're going all of Green Bay here. But favorite ride at Bay Beach? 
Oh, um, what's the roller coaster? Uh, Zip it, Bibbin. Okay. <laughs> that was ta- that was number one on our list too. So that's a good one. Okay. Um, favorite fried cheese curd in Green Bay. Let's see. I don't know. Krolls? Is that good? <laughs> I, it's your preference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was on. It was in. It was drafted. It was in the list. So. Okay. Um, favorite patio beer. Favorite place to do Ooh. patio beer. Rooftop at Titletown. Oh, that's a good one. I always forget about that yeah, one. I love that. Yeah, because they—I mean—they used to be the gastro, um, the Depot Gastro Pub is there now, but I always used to think of Titletown is that building. Yep. And the new one is spectacular. Yes, that rooftop, and they do a lot of live yeah. music. Up do you remember there? when we got the TikToker up there? Yeah. You- <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, the pasta guy. Yeah, you yeah. made pa- Peter's pasta. Shout out Peter's pasta on <laughs> on TikTok and Instagram. He did it. He did it. He made a batch of pasta from scratch on Title Towns. <laughs> that roof. was a fun day. That was a fun day. That was a fun day. All right. Favorite season: winter, summer, or fall. Summer. Summer. Okay. Well, some people like the winter. I mean, I I like all seasons, but summer you can't beat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I am I am a warm weather person through and through. I was talking with somebody. Um, uh, on my daughter's lacrosse team, and we were at a tournament uh, in Nozaki this past weekend, and uh, it was like pretty windy, and I don't think it was much more than fifty degrees. And I had like two pairs of sweatpants on and like a hoodie. He was wearing shorts, and he goes, "Well, I moved to Green Bay. I chose Wisconsin for the weather." He's like, "I can't stand the heat." And I was like, "Well, what do you do in Jul- <laughs> like? What do you do in the summer? It gets hot. Yeah, here too. Like, I don't know what yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. your logic didn't make sense. I we have know. all four. Like, you're not getting away from anything. No but, kidding, huh? Yeah. No, I love the heat too. It's, yeah, it's good. All right, um, let's keep rolling here. Um, best burger in town. Gosh, yeah, I'm a seafood girl. Okay. I'm sorry, Fair. but I, if I had to pick. I'm not really a burger girl. Uh, Play Bistro. They had they had like a yeah. a uh, mushroom one that I liked, or and it was like Wagyu steak or something. I don't know. It was great. Yeah, what, I'll do that one. What is your favorite Packer game memory that you've been to? Um. Okay, I have one. I'm not sure if this is the type of memory you're asking for, but it, <laughs> I'm gonna go with it. Um, I was going into a Packers game. I had been tailgating. And I was walking behind someone who had a giant bag of peanuts stuffed into their hood. Like they were sneaking them in, <laughs> like in their hood of their sweatshirt or jacket. And because I had had a beer or two, I was like, this guy's got peanuts. <laughs> and I was like being a jerk. Like, this guy's got peanuts. This is exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. And he like gave me like I was the worst human ever that I called out his peanut sneaking. I'm like, of all things, you yeah. know. Well, you know, the the, the, the concessions in Lambo are for charity. <laughs> Yeah, they're, like, they're, man, come on, right? Yeah. Like, so I was kind of like, go in yeah, and buy your stuff. What are you being cheap for? Yeah. yeah so I, I probably should have minded my own business, but I thought his peanut sneaking skills were. Yeah, I love that. That's hilarious. Where do you tailgate? Do you have like a spot or do you kind of just go all over? No, just wherever people are. Yeah. Wherever whoever invites me to go tailgate <laughs> is. is <laughs> I'm lucky enough. I'm lucky enough that one of my buddies has been tailgating in the same spot. They bring a bus up, like, a, they converted Ooh, a full, like, coach bus into like a big huge packer bus and um they have it in the same spot so like i always start there Mm -hmm. and then i you know as i've you know gotten to know more people and things like that i've kind of then 
bounce around. I always try to get over to the houses because they just like sure. welcome you in. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. You oh. can just kind of walk around on the, what would that side be? The west side of the stadium. Okay. Um, the east side where all the big houses are, those like are private parties. So <laughs> They're like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> You're not welcome. You're not welcome here, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Fun. All right. Well, um, did we uh, did we cover everything for on Broadway? I mean, there's so much going on. Oh, yeah, I don't know I, if I missed anything. I mean, we could talk for a whole other hour, yeah. but I won't. You know, for sure. We'll just have to have another another session. Always here. welcome back on. Always <laughs> welcome back yes. on. Tell everyone where they can find more information about uh, the Broadway District and downtown Green Bay in general. Yeah, downtowngreenbay.com is our website. Um, you can find um, all of our special events, anything about our staff. Um, plethora of things about businesses all that stuff otherwise we are active on social media so you can find our facebook page our instagram page our twitter page linkedin is it all at on broadway inc yeah or there's a variety of different if they search on broadway it'll, search on broadway yeah. it'll okay. pop up somewhere okay. <laughs> whichever medium yeah. i'm working on tiktok guys <laughs> it's, it's, we have a you're cu- not taking katie we have a couple <laughs> videos posted they're pretty weak <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> if you go to Discover Green Bay's TikTok, we have some features of the Broadway district Yay! you can check out there. <laughs> that helps. Yay. <laughs> that makes up for my, you know. Yeah. We uh, got you. We got you covered. You, we you. got you covered. Appreciate All right. Uh, thank you, Brooke, for coming on. Appreciate your time. And uh, we'll definitely chat again soon. In the meantime, everyone check out the Broadway district, uh, downtowngreenbay.com. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. All right, so uh, the GPR Memorial Day parade was uh, was a ton of fun, and it, like we said, it was super cool to see all those businesses and and people out, and um, hopefully you got some candy from us or a koozie or a bag. We gave out everything. Uh, we gave out everything, and down to the last down to the last drop. Last exactly, drop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and you know what was like the most refreshing part of the Memorial Day parade after walking that distance was going and having. A nice beer on a patio outside. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was it was. That was good. It was definitely needed, and it was uh, very enjoyable. Um, and that's what kind of inspired this, uh, the draft today. So um, I guess you know we'll uh, we'll do this in order of like I don't even know because we can't play rock paper scissors. Um, you know I I wasn't here last week, so I will I will be the bigger person here, and I'll take third. Okay. As punishment for bailing last week. All right. All right. Sounds good. Okay, um, to take second then. Looks like next first. Okay. Snarky comments. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it. I'll. I oh haven't. This goodness. is our. This is our <laughs> third episode. Brad, of course, stole the first pick last time. He's like, I'm the. I'm the guest host. I get the first pick. I was like, I guess I have to do what the CEO says. So maybe that's how we should always pick draft orders. Just fight over it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's based on snarkiness, Katie's is going to be I'm last every time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, actually, and you know where I'm going to go for the first, for my first pick is the first is, is the place that I, that I went right after the Memorial day parade for lunch. Cause, uh, my wife and kids walked with us. And so we decided, uh, that we would, um, we would stop at, uh, at Anduzzi's, oh, the one. rooftop, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that qualifies. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with yes, because it's like outside. It is technically a rooftop. It's on their roof. Yeah. But have you... Katie introduced these to me when we had lunch uh, one day. Pretzel I, bites. The pretzel bites. We got the pretzel bites. They were so good. Fire. The uh, spotted cow beer cheese was awesome. And they have tons of beers uh, on tap. I was in the mood for something a little lighter. I went with the Liney Summer Shanty. 
um, which is always a classic on a hot summer day. Um, really no replacement for that, but um, it was a great atmosphere. Uh, up on Anduzi's rooftop uh, patio, too, you can see, like, all the development that's happening around the Titletown District here um, in Green Bay and Ashwaubenon. You can see the new Odyssey Fitness and condos being built. I'm pointing the wrong direction. Good podcasting that way. Um, if only you people can see where he was pointing. I know. <laughs> In our little corner. Yeah. Uh, so you can see that. You can see um, some of the expansions happening. Um, super cool. There you go. Nice. Okay. You were like kind of getting rappery. Oh, uh, okay. Is it your turn? No, it's your turn. I, I went yeah. last. Your second. All right, your turn. Um, you're up. Do beer gardens count or no? Outdoor. Oh uh, yeah. If if you okay, can okay. have a beer or a, a beverage on the on the patio outside, it okay. counts. Um. So mm, I've lived in Green Bay my whole life. I just turned 21 in like two years a year ago. Happy birthday. Thanks. Um. Anyways, so in my defense, there hasn't been a lot of. Well, anyways. You're inexperienced. Yeah. Um. But. My first time at Badger State Brewing was Ooh, recently. One, one. I was going to take and that, listen but to I didn't this. think they're I didn't outdoor, knew it would get back to me. Yeah, they're outdoor. They have like a little walk-up thing that you can go up to. Mm-hmm. It's like a little window. Um, it's like uh, it's like a little ice cream stand, but yes, for beer. Yes, but for beer, <laughs> but for beer. So that was an adventure for me when I first tried that, and then just sitting on the uh, beer garden. And you can also bring your dogs. I was just about to say, did you know it's also dog friendly? I love mm-hmm. that. My mm-hmm. dog would go a little cray cray. And but on top of that, I love that they have all the yard games out there. Yes. And they like, have live honestly, music out there on Friday nights. It's too. just so like aesthetically pleasing out there. A and beautiful like, mural. the sun is pretty. It's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good answer. It's a vibe. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with my pick. I'm going to go to a different brewery, but I'm going to go to Titletown Brewing Company. Okay. Downtown okay. Green Bay. You're going rooftop oh, too. Rooftop. On the roof. Yes. Oh my goodness. They call it the rooftop. Oh, get it like yes. spears yeah. on tap rooftop rooftop yes. onwards. i get it i like it uh yeah it's the the most beautiful views of downtown green bay and the fox river are from uh the For the tidal town brewing company's rooftop last okay. uh last fall we had uh ryan peters of peters pasta fame almost three million followers on tiktok go and make a batch of pasta up there and have a beer yeah it's a great place to do that it mm-hmm. was so cool you can see the entire uh skyline of green bay from uh, from Tower Drive Bridge all the way through. Leo Frigo Bridge. Okay, Tower Drive Bridge all the way through the Brown County Courthouse and all of the buildings downtown. So it's it's a it's a it's a gorgeous place, and that's a that's a good number two overall pick. It's definitely number, number three. Overall. Number three. Sorry, number, numbers are hard. Uh, I'm snaking this back, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, there's nothing better than drinking a beer outside, and there's even nothing more better than drinking a beer near water. So I'm gonna go with Fox Harbor, <gasps> right yep. on the Fox River beautiful patio overlooking yep. the waters of the fox river and it's just one of my favorite places to hang out in the summer Good i like one. that one mm-hmm. and uh, great food again mm-hmm. yeah my turn yeah your turn yep uh white dog they Ooh. opened their beer garden i think like two years ago a year ago i can't remember the whole pandemic kind of messed up my warp of time anyways um <laughs> uh they have live music out there and it's just it's just a chill vibe. It's all fenced in. It's really nice. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I am going to snake it back for my second and third picks then. And I the two that I wanted are still in play. So I'm going to like get my entire draft board the way I wanted it. Nice. So number two overall, or number two for me, excuse me, um, along the same lines as Cameron, but I'm going Hagmeister Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is in right on the city deck. Uh, so for me, when I can go and grab a beer on the patio overlooking the Fox River, all the things that Cameron was talking about with Fox Harbor, 
um, but also have like that city deck area along with like the little splash pad thing is in line of sight too. So the kids can go and play in that. We can enjoy a beer um, just all around a great vibe. And then also, um, at night in the summer, they have the fire pits, mm-hmm. um, and kind of like that, uh, family style seating, I guess, with the benches and everything. So it's a really great opportunity to, you know, if you're with a small group, uh, you know, hook up with another small group and, you know, yeah. make new friends, make friends. and Green Bay's and, a friendly place. Yeah. It, it, it really kind of promotes that with the way the seating's set up because there's quite a few fireplaces, but there's a lot of seating around each fireplace so like it's a great place to just like sit down and you know talk with some some new people so yep. that's a good one um it's my turn oh, shit, sorry. i'm bringing it back for my last pick okay yeah and i think oh. i'm gonna i think you're gonna be mad at my last one i don't think i i think i nope okay guess mine um <laughs> <laughs> all right i am uh i am gonna go with the um this is more like late night i guess you would say yeah yeah and they have tons of live music and stuff and actually katie took them in our live music draft i think um but i'm gonna go with sardine can valid um okay. i like the location it's like if you want to kind of hop around mm-hmm. you can either like i'm kind of repeating a lot of what katie said last week so uh but it's it's definitely worth it it is one of my favorite outdoor spots like badger state they have tons of yard games and stuff out there um and like i was going to mention you can walk or scooter uh bird scooter kind of um anywhere you want downtown uh downtown from there so sardine can is my third and final pick off to you katie okay now i'm stuck between two you gotta pick one (laughs) it's tough it's your last one okay um my favorite restaurant mm, top level restaurant um is los banditos and they have an outdoor bar do you drink Mexican beer? Or do you go with margarita there, though? A margarita, a blended strawberry margarita. That's my pick. But yeah, Los Bandidos is good, and they have a little fire thing too. Yeah, and CCQ. Yes. What is CCQ? Chili con queso. What? No, Cameron. you didn't just ask that. Cameron. CCQ. Do better, my Are you guy. serious? <laughs> do better i didn't know what that stood for you your face there like looked super inquisitive and I, at first i thought something was wrong like maybe we weren't recording or also, something like that and i thought you were going to give me really bad news and you gave me worse news <laughs> you surpassed the news well, that well, you did not know what also, ccq like, you know you know you're from wisconsin or from, he's not from live wisconsin. In wisconsin and or I, maybe that's why, because you're from somewhere else. I am from somewhere else. Is that not? A, is that? A, I might I be know. learning something here. Is that not a familiar? I thought that was like a. I'm gonna need you guys to get on the bus, of the CCQ train. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go and try it. Yeah, you uh, maybe I've had it before. Gonna, but I've never that heard that it would be pretty CCQ. If you're gonna, if you're gonna try it, I think Los Bandidos is mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. So. I'll have to give that one a go. Yeah, All right. and they serve it in the shell. So like when you when you don't have any chips, you, you can rip off a piece of the oh. shell. All right, that's clever. Yeah. All right, back to the beer patio. So yep, it's my yep. turn now. Final pick of the draft. All right, I'm gonna Mr. Irrelevant. I'm gonna just throw kidding. a curveball in here, and I'm gonna ignore Nick's comment. <laughs> my beer patio is going to be a mobile beer patio. Oh, Yeesh, isn't water. that mind blowing? <laughs> okay, drinking beer while on the Foxy Peddler. Honestly, that's pretty iconic. Which is a yep. p- pedal tavern. That are you going? You're going with the peddler for the for the. Yes, I'm going with the peddler. Okay. I, already did the, I already did the water thing. Okay. Okay. So I like yep, you have the, the 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 peddler. There's a paddler, which is the boat version. Yeah. But there's also a um, a quad a quad bike 
setup that has uh, seats for 15. 15 people. And you, you can hop around downtown uh, establishments and drink some beer along the way. And it's a mobile that beer patio. That is outside of the box thinking, Cameron. I love it. I'm still on this idea I like train. it. I like it. That is, uh, that's a fantastic pick. I never even would have thought to, to go that route. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments? So I think I won the draft. Thank you very I much. I don't know. I don't know if we got the other the live music draft um, out on social media. Um, we'll have to check on that. But we'll try to get this one out uh, so you can vote on it. Um, it's all good. Uh, and let us know who's, whose draft you like best. Quick recap. Cameron, name yours again. Tidletown Brewing Company's Rooftap. Yep. Fox Harbor, On the Water. Foxy Peddler, Pedal Tavern biking throughout downtown green bay <laughs> somebody else go first <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i'm having trouble remembering mine too okay katie did i did los, los banditos los, i remember my, oh i got it in order oh shoot. i remember oh, my state yeah um white dog white dog white and dog. Los, banditos. los banditos all right nice. i went with uh, and doozies i'm gonna have to go you in reverse order or I'll, I'll go in normal order and doozies um hegmeister sardine can that's correct all right fantastic mm. All right. Well, that concludes our uh, draft of places to have a patio beer in Green Bay. We hope you enjoyed that conversation. Uh, This is Nick here to wrap up the episode for the week. Uh, Before we do that, looking forward to our uh, weekend coming up. Uh, Looks like we have a lot going on uh, this weekend. We have uh, the Green Bay Rockers uh, baseball team will kick off their home season. Uh, against the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders. Uh, of course, the um, Farmer's Market on Broadway uh, is happening tonight, as you're listening to this, on uh, on Wednesday. Um, looking into the weekend here, uh, looks like we have a concert out at Cup of Joy. Uh, local artist Jenna Cast, she will be having a uh, art expo- exposition um, at, the, uh, at the Art Garage. And uh, the big name for the weekend, uh, the Summer Showcase, uh, Summer Fun Day Showcase out at uh, Titletown Park featuring uh, none other than Jason Derulo of uh, recording artist and TikTok fame. Um, Don't miss him in the Lambeau Field parking lot uh, for the free concert there. Um, and then, of course, the Saturday Farmer's Market as well, which we, uh, which we touched upon. So hope you, uh, hope you have a great rest of your week. Remember to share and like and subscribe and rate and review uh, the 920 show. Share with your friends who might be coming into Green Bay or uh, somebody in Green Bay who's just looking to uh, stay up to date on all the information of things going on in town. So uh, have a good one, and we will talk to you next week.